This guy's uh, been a, been pretty healthy uh, in visiting us over the last 20 years. Matt Hagen, NHRA Funny Car Champion, once again joining us here in the Freak Nation. But before we get into the celebration that followed after Las Vegas, uh, you're checking in while you're getting an estimate on your truck. Share with us why, Matt Hagen. <laughs> well, you know, they, they, that old saying, a no good deed goes unpunished. My, uh, before I left out for our, uh, our championship run, we, uh, you know, I had to haul some mules around for my father-in-law and his, uh, his place that he has to go pick them up doesn't really have any turnaround space. And so I got, a, I got my trailer down over the hill and, you know, the, the gooseneck of the trailer got in the bed of the truck. So, you know, now here I sit, you know, trying to get my, uh, bed of my truck fixed, you know? So like I said, you know, it's, uh, it's always something It's never nothing. Right. So instead, after wrapping the championship in Las Vegas, we all should be at the SEMA show. But of course, because of COVID-19, we're not at the SEMA show. Right. So instead you go back home, do some good work and damn it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's always something, but you know, that's farm life and that's, that's wear and tear on vehicles and stuff. But, uh, you know, sometimes you just, you, even if you're paying attention, stuff happens. I, I kind of fuss at my guys sometimes. You know, we got 3,200 acre cattle farm now, and you know, I'm just like, you know, hey, we got to take care of this stuff, and we got to we got to make sure we're not scratching it up and beating it up, and you know, all this equipment and all this money and costs and expenses. And then, you know, then I'll go out there and hop on a tractor and I'll I'll run a you know a cutter up against the side of a fence or something like that, and you're going like, wow, that doesn't go over well after I just fussed at those guys for doing something, but. It's just, that's how it goes. You know what I mean? Like, that's just part of it. Matt Hagen is a three-time NHRA Funny Car Champion. Matt, I'm going to make an assumption with this. Why does this championship feel different than the other two? Well, it's, it's very different. I mean, I think that um, there's there's several reasons. I mean, first, that, that kind of feeling of an old-school format where, you know, you show up, you race, you accumulate the points, and whoever has the most at the end of the day, you're the champion, you know, and that, so that was kind of a neat new feel that uh, in the last 10 years we haven't had uh, with the, the countdown and the format and different things like that, but it was also a very mentally challenging, you know, um, I guess championship because you never knew what was going on, when it was going to go on, how it was going to happen, and what was... was um, uh, you know, when it was going to start and end. And, and basically, uh, you know, you're just, you're kind of like, man, is this season even going to happen? <laughs> and then, um, you know, it, and it did happen. I mean, honestly, I thought that it might fall apart the week before um, that we, uh, uh, you know, went out there to race, you know, force pulls out and, you know, kind of like you can see it kind of happening going, um, you know, like, well, they're not going to race. Are we going to get to race and everything else? So, very, very unsure, unstable environment that, that, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen. So I think like the mentality of, you know, are, you know, are we going to have sponsors? Are we going to be okay? Are they going to come out? Are they going to activate? Are they going to be okay out here with this COVID stuff? So just a very, very stressful time, um, to, to go out here and focus and race and just very, you know, glad that we got to have the 10 or 11 races that we did and, got to put on show for our fans and got to help, you know, keep our sponsorship out there and being active and, and then come out and do midway and presentation and, you know, kind of activation with our, our fans that do come out. And it just, uh, it was a very different feel to it this year, but honestly, it was one of the most intense battles I've been in, um, going back and forth with, you know, teammates and changing, you know, points and, you know, trying to round up more and, you know, it, it went all the way down to the semis, which it usually does, even with the countdown stuff. But it just, it was a, it was a dogfight the whole time, you know. 
Can you explain that dogfight that you're talking about to someone who may not be familiar with just how not just team sports in general, but team sports in motorsports? I mean, you guys have to feed off of each other for data. I mean, your crew chiefs do at the very least, or sometimes you're hiding data from each other to get a competitive advantage. But throughout this season, it was you and your three teammates for that championship. You're all under one roof, so to speak, and your friends. How really did this play out over this summer and fall? Well, it was tough. I mean, honestly, there's, uh, you know, our teammates, but then you got the Colettas and you got a bunch of other individual teams that work really hard and have good funding. And, you know, it's just, it, it's just, I guess I had not been in something that was just su- such a round by round, you know what I mean? Kind of, you know, all season long, you know what I mean? There wasn't, you know, usually somebody gets hot and they run away with it. And that's, I think the reason for the format and the, the countdown and the resetting of the points, but you know, we we started from those two races at the beginning of the season uh, before COVID hit, and then we took that three or four month break, and then our season started back up, and we got as many as we could in before it got cold. And um, you know, I think that it was just all season long, everybody was just fighting as hard as they could fight because you didn't know when it was going to end, you didn't know uh, where you were going to go next or what the next race was going to be, uh, so you kind of had to lay it all out there and. And uh, there was just no more, you know, fierce competition that I've been in with with my teammates. You know, I mean, I've been back and forth with Forrest and Robert and, you know, last year coming down to the semifinals with me and him, too. And we got outran. And, you know, I mean, it's it's always tough. But, like, this was just such a nail-biter because, you know, you didn't know if this was going to be – if Houston was the last race or we're really going to go to Vegas. or You know, there's just no certainty with anything that we did this year with COVID, you know. Wow, Matt, that's crazy. Everything you just said flies in the face of concentration, reaction time, focus. All of that has to do with winning in funny car, and everything you described is the contrary to that. Yeah, I mean, I think when things are laid out and you know where you're going and what you're doing, it just things flow a little bit you know, easier or better. But I think it was very challenging for our sponsors. It was challenging for um, NHRA and challenging for to get fans in the stands, you know, and that's something that, I'm very proud that we did, that we, uh, uh, we went in there and, you know, we get, we did what we needed to. We did the, the mask and the, the social distancing and the fence and, um, and we'll, you know, whatever it took to basically make this happen, you know, coming in and signing the waivers and getting your temperature checked every time you show up mm-hmm. and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It just, uh, we, we did everything that was asked of us to be able to have those fans there. And, you know, when they're there in the back of your pit, you got a hundred people back there rooting you on and, you know, cheering for you and clapping and, you know, making sure that you're like up and pumped up and ready to go. That, that to me uh, is worth every bit of it because without our fans in the stands there and without all that support, uh, it's really hard to get motivated and driven to, to go out there and get up on the tire and, and drive your butt off for, for them, you know? So there's a, there's a lot to it, you know, with having them there. So I'm glad that we, uh, we were able to do that, you know? Doing things for the fans, that's one side of the story, but then you've also got a family to feed. Matt Hagan joining us here in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night. Three-time Funny Car Champ, thanks to his win and, of course, championship wrap-up in Las Vegas last weekend. So, okay, we're talking about the difficulties of balancing what's going to happen with sponsors, with races. Are they going to go off or not? But then you've got all your businesses back at home. I mean, you're juggling more than the average driver out there. Yeah, I don't, I don't come home and play golf with it that way, but I've, you know, 
but it's something I choose to do that I've, I've been blessed with uh, opportunities to go out here and own my own businesses and do my own thing. And, um, why not do that? You know, it's kind of like, you know, racing is, is something that is, uh, you know, obviously very, very special. And, but it's something that's very year to year, you know what I mean? Like you don't know, there's been plenty of years that I'm not sure over the winter, whether I was going to come back and have a seat or have a ride. And you look at, my two teammates, you know, Jack and, and Tommy and their sponsorship after six years is gone now. And, uh, you know, you, so you just never know when it's going to end. So I try really hard to take that extra time that we get to, to really build a foundation and groundwork for when racing is done, because I think you have to be realistic with everything that, you know, nothing lasts forever. And, uh, you know, you have to adapt and change. And, and I hope that one day that the businesses that I'm involved in that, can help support some of the racing. I mean, I have racing in my blood and I think that it's something, whether I do it on a scale with Don Schumacher racing or on a local scale or whatever, it's something I'm going to still continue to do. Um, even when, you know, this bunny car runs done, but at the end of the day, hopefully all the work and effort and everything else that I've put into these farms and CBD business and everything else that we're doing, the cattle company and feeding people. And, you know, some of these other businesses that we have here at home, can hopefully, hopefully, you know, uh, do some B2B business and maybe support some of that racing a little bit and, and, uh, see where that goes. But if it doesn't, you know, hopefully I built a great foundation for, you know, to step away one day and, you know, and bring my kids up and have something that they can be involved in and be proud of and kind of move forward from there. So always trying to look big picture. Uh, it's so easy to get in this bubble and think that you're a rock star and this is going to live like this life is going to happen forever. And it's just not the case. I mean, I think it's, this is a very humbling sport and you have to you work really hard behind the scenes and, and keeping your sponsors happy and building that B2B business of where they can still make money with other partners. And, uh, you know, and even when you do it all, there's still a lot of times there's big gaps to fill and, and you don't have enough for a whole season and different things like that. So, uh, it's a challenging time. Um, I'm just really proud of my sponsor with Dodge and SRT and Mopar and all the folks that are, you know, behind the scenes there in Michigan making this happen and keeping us out here. And I was really proud to be a part of them when they decided to come out and activate in a, in a pandemic and do all the, and follow all the rules that they needed to to still have a presence in NHRA and a midway and display. And, you know, so there's a lot of things to take away from this year that, uh, I'm proud to be associated with NHRA and, and Dodge and SRT. So, Matt Hagen, what does 2021 look like for you? Will one of your companies be involved in the NHRA and B2B business-to-business relationships? You know, 2021 still looks very strong. Mopar, we haven't had anything signed yet, but it's in the works. So we've got verbal yeses there. And, uh, that's good for me and Leah. Um, you know, so we're working hard towards that. Mopar seems, I mean, everything's moving more of a shift towards Dodge and SRT than it is Mopar. So, uh, and, and with that shift, there comes new people and new objectives and new challenges and new things that, that we have to accomplish to make them happy. Um, you know, but all in all, it's still all under the FCA umbrella and FCA has been extremely kind to me over my career and, and kept me out here. So, uh, uh, it's sounding really good for, for me and, and her for, for that situation for next year. Um, I'd be surprised if, if it changes, but you know, in this day and age and time and, and COVID and everything else, I, I think you take it day by day and, uh, and go from there. So we're working hard behind the scenes to keep on pushing and moving forward. And, um, you know, I sure would like to come out here and, and, you know, obviously, uh, you know, take this championship into next year and, and this momentum and keep carrying the, the flag and, and keep pushing forward, you know. Matt Hagan joining us here in the Freak Nation, talking about Mopar, SRT. Since Eddie Olson left, who filled those shoes? 
is the representative yeah, from so, the brand. So Mark Whitney is the guy, and uh, I just actually sent him my helmet the other day, and uh, you know it's one of those things where you know he's a racer himself. He does a lot of bracket racing and stuff like that. So I think he could appreciate um, <laughs> you know when you win a championship, your helmet is kind of just as important to you as your trophy, you know, and and to be able to to put the ink on it and, and a little note with it and just say, Hey man, thank you for all your support. You know, he stepped, he stepped in and, and, you know, really has done a great job. And, um, you know, me and me and Leah both kind of share sponsorship with that. And, uh, he's, he's done really good at keeping it pretty fair and level on both sides and, and moving forward, making sure we're both taken care of and that we both have rides and pushing it through the company and making it happen and showing the value and the return. And that's just, it's not always easy to do in motorsports. So I'm really, really proud of Mark for all the stuff he's done there at the, you know, taking on the, the new role of, um, motor sports marketing manager. And, uh, this, this whole year he's, he's, he's done a great job. Mm. Well, buddy, I hope for 2021. Well, first of all, I hope we're all still around 2021, but, uh, more importantly that we, we have you on the phone with us on Sunday nights talking about race wins, bud. Yeah, that's what it's all about, brother. I mean, like I said, I've, I've uh, been very blessed and, you know, I'd love to win, you know, 10 or 12 championships, but you know, if it ended tomorrow, I, I can't say that I've, uh, I would regret anything that I've done or accomplished. I think it's, uh, it's all been out there, but it's also for me, it's really allowed me to meet a lot of great folks along the way. And I think I take more from that than I do the race wins and the championships and that kind of stuff. It's opened up the door to meet so many, so many wonderful folks and different business owners and different things. And it's opened up different things in my life. So I think I take that away from, from this whole racing experience more than anything is the, the folks and the people that, that I've been able to, to meet and make relationships with and move forward in different directions and other businesses and different things like that. Hope you get that truck taken care of because those mules need a home, baby. <laughs> I know, man. They can't be, they can't be hauled around looking, looking rough, man. We got to keep this thing looking sharp. <laughs> Matt, thank you, buddy. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the time on the show. That's just amazing, man. Your funny car champion several times over may not be back. He's not confirmed for next year. And teammates don't have sponsors. It's what a what a time we're in right now.